Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. On this episode of the Mamas Con Ganas podcast, I'm here with my husband, Dr. Mark Lomasani. Welcome, baby. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. It's been a while since you've been on the podcast. It it took me a while to get here. And I actually convinced him last week to film an episode in Spanish. That went pretty well, I think. Yes. And we're talking about, because these two weeks we're talking about how to manifest abundance with your partner and with your spouse or with your loved one. So if you are somebody who lives with somebody who's your partner, your spouse, and you want to manifest abundance together, this episode is for you. So yeah, I think the subject is something that we're very passionate about because I think we've navigated our, our, our set of difficulties when it comes to finances. Absolutely. And when it, yes. And I think that, but however, I think that because we've overcome these difficulties and we've basically, um, become more united Mm -hmm. when it comes to finances, when it comes to manifesting abundance, and we do consider ourselves an abundant couple, then I think, you know, that's why we want to share like the things that we put into practice with you so that you could also manifest abundance with your couple. I completely agree. I think it's, I think these, this is a journey, uh, just like um, your mental health, your oral health, (laughs) <laughs> your physical health. <laughs> He's a dentist. That's why he <laughs> said that. <laughs> uh, your financial health is something that you're constantly uh, improving on. You're constantly looking after. Um, it's not something that you can say, okay, well, we did it this year, so now we don't have to look at it again. It's yes. it's all constant. It's in constant flux and movement. You take on more responsibility at times, uh, and it's just a way of learning how to manage it and how to manage it in a healthy manner uh, as two people that are you know, that are on this life journey together. Yes, that are coming together and that want to make amazing things happen and that want to create a very, like, sound financial life. Yes. And I love how you said that it's not something that you do once, like you do once a year or once a month and all of a sudden you forget about it. It's sort of like, you know, being fit. Yes. To stay fit, you have to go to the gym and work at it and keep working at it. Yes, consistently. Like forever. It's sort of like one of those things you have to promise yourself that you're going to be responsible with forever, just like also like your spirituality. You can't just, you know, pray one day and, and expect to feel spiritual all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you can't, you can't rely on your spirituality only when in times of need, like you've lost a loved one. So on and so forth. I mean, if, if you have a constant uh, spiritual practice and you're, you're, you're in that headspace, moving through those, those uh, challenges in life, uh, allows for you to rely on that foundation. So similarly, in, in finances, it's a, it's it's um, 
it's a, a similar concept in that you, if you have a solid base as a couple, you know where you're both coming from, you know how your, you know, what your plans are and what your goals are and so on and so forth. And whenever you have challenges, well, you always rely on those foundations that you've created. So it's, it's always something that Absolutely. stays with you. And um, we were discussing in Spanish that this subject is just as controversial as, let's say, like intimacy or sex. Like money is one of those things that really triggers people. Mm -hmm. And particularly like your, the way you grew up and the way your parents saw money and the way you saw your parents interact or the way that they felt about money has a lot to do with perhaps with how you perceive money yourself. Like one of the first things that um, as a couple is important to do is to discuss like, what is the other person? How does the other person see money? Like, what does that, what, is, what does money, like, what is money for them? What mm -hmm. is it for? Because I think in starting out that conversation with your partner, you'll, you'll, first of all, you'll find out some things that perhaps you didn't know. And you might realize that your views about money might be completely different. Like some people think money is all about having fun and spending it and buying beautiful things and creating a beautiful life, like a luxurious life. Other people see money as more of like security. And for them, they just see something to put away to, you know, so that they can have, so that they can feel more secure because that's the way that they saw money. They, they, they you want to store it. You don't want to touch it. You don't want to spend it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's, it's a question. It's not a question about having one point of view that's right and another point of view that's wrong. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an idea of exploring all points of view and finding what works, what, what, what works best for you in your family dynamic. And yes. whenever you, you find that there is a pain point because there is a certain perception with regards to money that your spouse uh, or might have, uh, then you start exploring that a little bit further so that you guys both meet each other halfway if one is more of a spender and the other is more of a saver uh, the idea is not to you know move the needle entirely in the saving don't do anything and, and don't take any risk with your money and don't enjoy it but it's also not to go the other you know go the other route and just spend everything and not not uh, be disciplined uh, with your money as well so it's it's that hybrid it's finding that that space between the two of you that you can coexist and, and allow for yourself to flourish. Yes. Or if you're finding out that both of you are spenders, then perhaps there's something to look at there. Maybe that's why things haven't gone very well, why you're so in debt that's good. or why you're so like, you just don't, you can't manage, you can't seem to have money or to keep money in mm -hmm. your bank account. Or if you both are like super, what is it called? Stingy. And like, don't, you don't want to spend anything. And then your guys are complaining because, you know, you guys keep things separately and none, neither of you wants to like put the money down when it comes to paying for something. Then there's something to look out there. Like, how could you step into a relationship with money that might, might be a little bit more balanced, like Mark says. I think between the both of us, we've really learned what it is to, I think we, were, we both grew up in different households, obviously. Uh, with different points of views with regards to money, but we've learned a lot from each other. Absolutely. And and again, it's like understanding where your your money mindset comes from gives you you and your your spouse a much clearer understanding of okay, well, this is why my spouse has this perception. Yes. So we can work with that. And, and in certain instances, if there's misconceptions that are not serving you, so so certain perceptions about money that are disempowering 
or if there are certain ways that money was being used or you had seen money used in the past as uh, a way of controlling or a way of uh, dominating in a couple, then you could kind of delete that way of looking uh, at money and kind of focus or add certain ways of looking at money that are, that are better serving for the couple. Yes, that's huge. I mean, you just touched upon a subject that, a topic that is so, oh, it's like a lot of people use money as a way of control. So, and it could be both ways. It could be the man controlling the woman. He doesn't want to let, you know, he's the breadwinner. He controls the finances. He sort of treats her like a little girl, doesn't want her to get too involved. Or it might be the woman who's actually not taking responsibility. And because it, it is work, like mm -hmm. looking at the numbers is a lot of work. And it, and it takes a lot of time. And, and it's interesting because often the, oftentimes in that dynamic, you would interview both and both one, one would have a perception, let's say in, in the circumstance that you described where the man is the one that's controlling and the, the woman is the one that doesn't, doesn't deal with it. You'd interview the man and then he would say, well, she's not interested. It's not something that she, she wants yes. to partake in. Every time I try and bring it up, she, she gets overwhelmed and, yes. you know. That, or she that, wants to spend everything and she's not responsible yeah, with it. Th that, that would be one mm -hmm. possibility. And, the, and then you interview the woman in that dynamic and it would be something to the effect of, oh, well, you know, um, he never want to, he doesn't want to let me in. He doesn't want me to have a, an understanding. So, so there's all these like misconceptions that are created around money. And we just gave the example of the man and the woman. I mean, it, yeah, could, be, it could be, the opposite it could way be man, woman, it could be woman, woman, it woman, could be yeah, man, man, man. I mean, yeah. it's just any, any dynamic of any type of a relationship, uh, could, could, it could create those, those challenges. So, so that's, what's, that's what, what's worth exploring. And, you know, when you come at it from a place of authenticity, in a sense that if, if let's say the dynamic of, you know, husband and wife in this circumstance, and the, the you know, you're, 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 you're the wife and you're realizing that you don't have that much knowledge in that space. And as a husband, let's say you've been the one that, that's, that's been uh, more well-versed in finance, well then bring, bring your, bring your partner along. It's just like, as if, you know, if, if you're very fit and you're very active and you're very, you've, you've kind of kept up with that yes. in your life and you meet someone that's not, that hasn't really had that lifestyle, they're interested, but they're really not, they haven't kind of gotten that bug, help them out. I mean, that's your, that's your wife, that's your husband, that's your partner, that's your boyfriend or girlfriend. That's someone that you're, you're wanting to, to lift up. Yes. Lift your person up. Take them back from to square one. Basics. Yeah, don't and, treat them like a little girl yeah. or like a little boy. Like, I think that, and I think there's nothing more empowering, honestly, like now that we're speaking like this, frankly, there's nothing more empowering for a couple than for both people to be involved in the money conversation. Absolutely. And for both people to be on board and like, yeah, on board with the spending habits, with the budget, with the investments that are happening, with everything that's happening in terms of money, because it makes you feel more united. There's nothing, there's one, it's one of the, th the, the things, it's like intimacy, again, it's like sex, that when you guys are in sync with that, it brings you so much closer to your partner. Yeah, and it, it oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no. it's, it, it, it almost, it almost falls in line with the the shadow work. And by shadow work, I mean exploring elements of the of your personality or your couple's dynamic that are a little uncomfortable. So the way, so if-, if Or if, very uncomfortable. Or very uncomfortable. So, <laughs> this so, is, because this subject, like we yeah, talk about it now it like is. this, because it's taken us a lot of work, but I would say it was always like the point of um, that, that delicate, we, we, we would have a lot of disagreements yeah. when it came to this. And hangups. And a lot of hangups. And I think a lot of it was because we needed to have more conversation mm -hmm. about it. 
I think the more conversations we had about the topic, the more we realized that we weren't so far off, that we were both wanting to save. We were both wanting to also have a nice life where we did, you know, we took beautiful trips and bought beautiful things, but like in a balance and a balance that made sense for the both of us. And we're charitable and, yes. and gave back and so on. It's like, there's, it's the whole, a comprehensive picture of, of, of the financial dynamic. And it's interesting because there's this, there's this way of working that doesn't work in couples where when you approach a subject that, that is thorny, as opposed to stepping into that space, unpacking it and, and really kind of uh, removing all the kind of the trigger points associated with it, you just step away from it. Yes. You know, and, and sex is similar. Sex it's like, similar. oh, my, my wife has an issue with X and Y and Z. Um, she, she has trust issues, let's say, from, from a previous relationship or something like that. Oh, I'm not going to talk about that. Or, or I'm always, every time that that subject comes about, I'm going to avoid it. Or I'm going to behave in a certain manner to kind of curtail to that, to, to what had happened in the past. That, that eventually, over the course of time, that ends up catching up with you. Oh my, I, absolutely. I mean, it's so important. And I think you brought it up in the Spanish episode and, you know, this particular, um, what you're trying to get at is vulnerability, right? Yes, it's, it's that, the importance of being able to step into vulnerability while you're having these very intimate conversations yes. of finance because it is a very intimate conversation <laughs> yeah and, and, and it be, brings up a lot of shame correct a lot yes. of shame this money brings up a lot of shame people see some some people see money as like an evil thing or something bad and and particularly if you've been taught that like oh no well money has to be put you know if it's if it's an extreme point of view then it's usually seen as money is something uh, you know uh, something bad and so when you have that that's happening in one in the dynamic or in the headspace of one person in the couple and the other person's not understanding where the other person's coming from. Yeah. But until you step into that vulnerability, you won't really understand the other person's point of view. And, and oftentimes what, it, what that could look like in, in a conflict is, you know, uh, a, a trigger point is brought brought to the table and the other person will just attack. So you would say something to the effect of, but, you know, <laughs> something to the effect of, oh, but, you know, it's important for us to kind of take a look at this. And then, and then I would say, something, oh, yeah, but all, all you care about is money. You're so materialistic. Yeah. And then as opposed to kind of, okay, well, let's, let's dial it back. Let's kind of explore that a little bit. And you go on an attack. And then it's just a fight. And then, and then what might happen is, oh, no, we love each other. It's okay. And then you don't talk about it again. Yeah. That and that's like not the biggest mistake. Yeah, yeah. There's no resolution when yes. you do something. So the vulnerability perspective it would be something to the effect of, wow, you know what? When you brought that up, it really made me it made me uncomfortable, it made me feel like I'm giving something up. Or it made me it, when you bring up that topic, it makes me feel like I don't have control or or that that I feel like I'm going to be tricked again or yeah. something of that nature. And then you kind of you get get a better understanding of where their thinking is at. So if you can see it and shed light on it, then you can explore it. You can you can see it for what it is, you can understand where it's coming from, and you could delete the part that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's not working for you. Hey mamacitas, the summer of full calendars is finally here and our friends at Ulta Beauty wanted to share the following must-haves for your fun-filled summer outings. First, let's start with Tres Luce Beauty La Flor de Mexico Shadow Palette, which takes you on a journey through Mexico with a mix of 18 matte, shimmer, and metallic shades named after beautiful flowers native to the land. Your next must-have is Tarte Tartlet Tubing Mascara, which is like lash extensions in a tube. The 24-hour flake-free smudge-proof long-wear formula volumizes, lengthens, and curls lashes for a fabulous false lash effect. 
Lastly, don't forget to protect your beautiful skin with Some Bum Original SPF 50 Sunscreen Roll-On Lotion, which is formulated to protect your skin from harmful UV rays while keeping it soft and hydrated with antioxidant-rich vitamin E. So what are you waiting for? Get summer ready and head over to Ulta Beauty today and shop in-store or online for all your fun-filled summer essentials. Here's a fabulous question, mamacita. What have you always wanted to try? Bachata classes? Bungee jumping? Becoming a world-class entrepreneur? Glamping? French classes? A yoga retreat? Anything is possible. The world is your playground. And Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea is here to unleash your thirst for trying. So go ahead, ignite new passions and rekindle old ones. Learn how to salsa, how to code, how to invest in crypto and NFTs, create a nonprofit, take up meditation, heck, go skydiving. Don't just put things on your bucket list, do them. You might just fall in love with life all over again. Let's get real. Life's too short and you're worth it. Take this as a sign to say yes Opt in, go for it, because trying is what life's all about. So try Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea and then try something new. Get creative, because this taste is worth the try. Try Gold Peak. And I want to say something here because you, you made me think of something, and I think it's like a, a point that's very important. If you want to attract abundance as a couple, one of the, like, the major blocks to abundance would be like competition of a couple. Mm. Like if you're in constant competition with each other in terms of like, yeah, well you paid for this and I didn't, you know, like what about when, you know, you're always like, when it's like always tit for tat when it comes to money. And that is not, it's just like, that's like the constant way of being. And it's always like a money competition mm. and it's always trying to like separate, I'm here, you're there. And, and it's, it's it like, that just brings you more apart yeah. and closer together and resentment yes, and, and more resentment and if it's not brought about or if it's or if those little see the thing is is that oftentimes those conversations are insidious what i mean by that is it's a an offhanded comment that happens sometimes it could be at like a dinner party and and you know it's an offhanded comment yeah well like as if valentina knows anything about that and it's just it seems so innocent right and everyone laughs or, you know, or, or someone, you know, you're telling a story and then a little comment like that happens. And when you're not, you know, you're not willing to approach it or you're not willing to step into that and the other person stays quiet and you go to bed that night and things are a little colder. Things don't feel as warm as they were before that conversation. Well, why? Well, that little, that little comment, that little joke, that little, that little thorn, that little dart that you just threw, it doesn't come without consequences yeah. and it builds, right? Because yep. it, 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 you, you've created that foundation with this, you know, my, my, my spouse doesn't know anything about money or doesn't care to know or spends too much or whatever it is. All of those things keep coming up and, and unless you address them, they keep coming up and then they resurface in other ways. Yeah, absolutely. And what, and talk about honesty too. That's another thing that might be discussed at like a dinner table where somebody says, oh, I got this, but don't tell my husband. You know, <laughs> like there's like a lot of couples, unfortunately, that hide things from each other, like financial things from each other. And I don't think that's the step towards abundance as a couple. Like I think the more open you are about it, the more honest you are with it. Yep. And particularly when you, let's say you make a mistake. Yes. Like you, I don't know, paid for a course that you wanted to take and then you didn't use the course and you spent money on it. Well, you know, you kind of have to be 
like take self responsibility. Yeah, you have to own it. And own it you and own tell it. your couple, you know, and then when your couple complains about it and says, yeah, babe, like, you know, you blew off, you blew that money and you never did that course. You have to be able to say, you know what? You're right. Yeah. That was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. And, 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 and moving forward, it, it's so, so the beautiful thing about a couple is the ability to keep one another in check. And yes. it, would be, it would be a circumstance yes. where, okay, like, like physically too, like yes. you're saying, even with exercise, yes. but with money also. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, you, 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 you spent money on a course, you didn't end up using it, but then you're thinking that another course is going to solve the problem that you're having. Well, let's take a step back. Let's see, you know, you, you had that idea with regards to that course that you spent money on that you didn't use. Why is it that you didn't fulfill on that promise? And then once you kind of, once you kind of unpack that, you you get, you you realize that okay well maybe sometimes i'm spending money to solve a problem without really putting in the work that's required to solve it you know what i mean so that's all part of that that the honesty process and, and to go even further with that thought process is the idea that like if you think that your partner is there to keep you comfortable that is not a way for growth. That's good. Like I think that Mark and I work That's because <laughs> him That's and I work good. because That's we don't so keep good. each other wow. comfortable at, yep. at all. And we allow for that discomfort yep. to be there. That's good. Like when I call him out on something or he calls me out on something. I hate it. We hate it. You hate it. You hate it. <laughs> That's normal. Yes. And, and, but the thing is, is that the but more. But then we grow. Yes. So we learn more, from each other. Correct. The more you get used to stepping into that, the more you get used to unpacking, the more you get used to shedding light on those shadows, the less triggering it becomes. Yeah. Because you're so used to going through that motion. It's like it's like when you're when you've started up a new exercise routine and you're saying, okay, well, on this day, this day, this day, I'm gonna commit to it. Well, you know, and, and the first time that you wake up and you say, I'm so tired, I don't feel like it, that feels like, oh my God, that's the truth. Whereas every other person or people that have that have been used to conditioning themselves to say, okay, I'm going to wake up. It's going to be 5 a.m. and I'm not going to feel like getting out of bed. I know what that feels like. I've done that 100 times before. I'm just not even going to listen to it. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get up. I don't want to go out, of, but I'm going to do it anyways. When you don't train your mind to be able to step into something that you don't feel like doing or you don't feel like hearing, then you keep avoiding it. And yeah. avoidance is not the key to, to freedom. And like, if you really believe that your couple's there, that they love you and that they're there for your best interest, those things that trigger you, that they say that are, that might be hurtful or that might be like, ah, those are the things that you should listen to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Cause it's usually like a point and place where you can actually learn and grow. Yep. Yeah. That's good. That's very good. Um, so just to kind of, to, to dial in certain key concepts that we want to talk about another idea is, you know, there's, interestingly enough, abundance, money, and so on. There's, there's, I would say, like the tangible aspect of it. And there's the somewhat, let's woo -woo. call it woo-woo aspect. Yeah, the manifesting. Yeah. We're here to manifest money, right? Yes. So there's like the fun aspect, the woo-woo aspect that's like magical, right? Things align in a way where when you're working towards it, you're like, wow, things are just yes. lining up. One plus one equals 12. Yes. Like it's just, whoa, whoa. I was not yes. expecting that. And we do believe in like the magic. Definitely we've seen it like present in our lives. But then there's the other part like Mark is talking about. And it's very practical, like boring side of it that must exist there, that has to be there as well if you want to ma manifest abundance. Because there's something very different between, we, did, we, we spoke about this in the Spanish episode, something very different, um, you know, dreaming is very different from manifesting mm, so good. dreaming is just sort of wishing that things you're like oh i wish i had this or house. let's visualize let's visualize, let's visualize. Let's visualize. And, and let's let's put ourselves in the circumstance well let's put us let's visualize how it would feel this that okay that's 
awesome. And it's necessary. And it's necessary. <laughs> it's part of the process. Yes. But okay, what tangible measures are you taking in this day, this week, this month to gently inch yourself or, or to put yourself in, a, in, in the space where you can attract the opportunity that get you to that, to, to what it is that you want. Yes. So there's, there's the concrete, like I'm going to call three people to get these deals done. And then there's the manifestation, the visualization yes. of this is the way I will feel when I step into this space. Yes, when it, I have this amount of money, when yes. I have when I have this amount of money in my in my savings or in my bank account, yep. in my portfolio or whatever it is. You know, it's that, but also like you said, and it's also. like the step and also. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and also like stepping into that, like the, the daily action. Yes. Because the visualization is a preparation for taking the actions. That's good. That will bring you to where you want to be. And, and that and might take you somewhere even better than what you visualized to begin with. 100%. And, 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 and another very concrete aspect of what we were talking about with regards to, you know, having those open conversations, like a very like real way would be something to the effect of, okay, so, you know, what, what would be a threshold of spending that we would both agree and feel comfortable with where we don't necessarily have to ask for the other person's authorization. Yeah. And, 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 and it might differ completely from one couple to another. Completely. And, and you depending can, on budget and depending on budget. And that's where having that open, honest conversation about that in particular, because what if, what if it was a circumstance where I don't have to tell my wife anything, I make the money. Whoa. Yeah. Well, but she's, you know, in, in the dynamic of, let's say, you know, we have that, more traditional household of one is the breadwinner and one's not. If it's not, wh wh whatever the dynamic is, some people might feel entitled in their couple to make that, more decisions that, that they could, they, they, don't need any, they don't need any authorization. Yeah. You know, um, that, that doesn't seem very fair. No. I mean, I think that I should extend the same courtesy to Valentina as she does to me. Um, and what we just, the only thing that we need to agree on is what that number is. Yeah. And our so, level of comfort has changed, you know, according to the size of our budget, but also as our trust in each other has incremented and we've gotten closer because we kind of know each other more now in terms of what, like financially, where we feel comfortable. Yes. But also there's things that, like Mark was saying, there's specific things that need to be outlined where you need to agree with your partner. And like, for example, like, you know, another example for both of us is we've always known since the beginning of our relationship that we never wanted to put more on the credit card in a month than what we could pay off. Yeah. So that is like a very tangible, know, tangible goal for us, or yeah. it's not even a goal. It's kind of like a rule. Yeah. So we know that there's a certain limit to what we can spend in a month. Yep. And we both are wanting to be on track there. So that also makes us feel like we're working as a team. Exactly. And it's, and it's that very concrete, very, you know, so if you have the visualization component of things that are a little bit more abstract, this is like very basic. And sometimes some people fall into this trap of like, okay, well, they do all the visualization, they do all the mindset work, they do all that. But when it comes down to, okay, well, find a number. What's the number? Yeah, what is the number? Oh, well, no, I don't. That, yes. that, no, no, no. They don't know what they spend to, yeah. like a month. Like Mark, okay, so in our, in, our, in our dynamic, and it could be different in yours, like I'm, you know, he's the biggest breadwinner in the household. But what I do is like, I'll do a list and actually I'm going to be working on it this week. <laughs> we were talking about it. Um, I'm going to be, I put all the expenses down. So I not known for like years, what is our, like how much we tend to spend on like restaurants a month on our activities, what we spend on school, like 
for the schools, for the children, our children go to private schools. Like what, what's our budget normally when it comes to clothing? And knowing, the, knowing that is so empowering because sometimes you can see, you can sit down with your partner and see where you might be able to save money or where mm-hmm. you might be like wasting money Yes. and where you, you, you could build another fountain of like savings by Agreed. eliminating something that really doesn't at the end of the day make your life any happier. Yep, but unless you look at those numbers, you won't really realize just how much, I mean, you might be spending so much on entertainment, but you have no idea. Yep. And you're not, and you're not, you're not really enjoying it. You're yes. not really, you're, you're going through the motion of doing things that you'd already committed to in the past that you don't really, you're not really enjoying. It's not really part, that's not really giving you more happiness. So you could say to yourself, okay, wow, it's taking more time. It's taking more resources and I'm not really enjoying it as much. So let me eliminate that. And then that'll give me more time to do X, Y, and Z. It'll give me more resources to do X, Y, and Z, or it'll give me more of an opportunity to to save. So that, that's a very tangible way of, of coming to those conclusions. Yeah. And by doing the numbers, by doing that, that work, that's not fun because for me, like sit down and go, okay, this is going to take hours. Like I have to go through, I have to go through everything. It takes me a lot of time, but I always see it as like something that I'm investing within our partnership and our couple that, and it's something that at the end of the day, when we do it, we're like, Oh, yeah, this makes us feel so good, so united, and it does help attract abundance because where focus goes, energy flows. Yeah. So if you're thinking that you're going to be attracting all this abundance and all this money, and a lot of people make a lot of money and they still don't have money, mm-hmm. they don't know how to keep money, yep. they know how to make money, but they don't know how to hold it. Yep. And how to make space for it so that it's always there. And I think that there's such pleasure, like you can find, you can end up finding pleasure in like literally saving. Yeah. I got and not in like spending everything makes you feel so responsible yeah. so good saving spending giving i mean saving, those, spending, those giving. are those are three pillars and and, and finding joy in, in those three uh, components is 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 very satisfying uh, yes. with regards to finance absolutely so. absolutely and then goal setting that's what like you need to set like goals also so you need to know where you are at the moment right what you've been spending throughout the year, we recommend at least getting together like three times a year yeah. where you sit down and yeah, you're, sac- you're going to be sacrificing. Nothing comes without sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you might be sacrificing like a Saturday, like a Saturday where you might be watching a Netflix binge there or-, you go. or like, I don't know, an outing somewhere, like a hike or whatever you do that you do with your couple that you enjoy. But I can guarantee that if you spend that time that Saturday, if you actually sacrifice it and you actually give focus to abundance and to money, it will bring you so much closer together. And it will be really paying attention to something that deserves paying attention to because money is like one of the top two things that is the leading cost for divorce. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So it's something that needs to be worked on just like intimacy, just like every other aspect of, of your life. Yep. And we feel very, very passionate about this. Absolutely. <laughs> and yes. we want you guys to have a beautiful, abundant life as a couple and we want the only way to do that is really to do things together. Like we get together at least three times a year. We also get together with our financial advisors. We look at our numbers. We might see, okay, this month we kind of blew it. Next month we gotta, you know, get back on track. But those are the things that 
that really we think we want to share with you because we know that that stuff works. So feel free to, to comment, give us your feedback. Yes. Uh, let us know, you know, how your dynamic is working, not working. And, and be honest, you know, uh, don't be afraid to say, you know, but my husband's like this, my, my wife's like that, my, my, my spouse, my boyfriend, and so on and so forth. Like, oh, but my parents were like this. You, once, you start, once you start articulating where the challenges are coming from, you can start uh, having a better understanding, unpacking, and bring more truth to the matter, and that'll give you uh, more empowering beliefs about the, about where you're where you're at. Yes, absolutely. So go and write to us, mamasconganas.com forward slash 145. We look forward to hearing from you guys, and we wish you lots of abundance. Until next time, mamatita. Bye-bye. Ciao. It's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote. Don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.